creeps i am jensen harper and i'm courtney and i'm sick <laughs> so that's why i sound <laughs> like shit and uh technically i'm still a little bit sick too we'll get into that though but who are we courtney <laughs> we're the fright crew yes we are we are the freaking fright crew and um as you know it is a new year it is 2022 or 2020 hell i don't know it's something <laughs> it's gonna be a something year We'll find out. Um, hopefully, it'll be better than 2021. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll I'm pro- already starting the year. I'm like. Yes, potentially with COVID, huh, Courtney? <laughs> yes, I hope not, though. I hope not. I've avoided it this long. I know, but it's kind of inevitable right now. I'm, it is. Yeah, for any of the people who follow us on Instagram, they saw that I'm recently getting over it. So I'm going to be a little stuffed up as well. Uh, my wife and I somehow got it right around Christmas time and potentially question mark gave it to our family we're not sure but um yeah sounds irresponsible but also at the same time it's kind of what happens you know that's literally how what i heard here's covid almost immediately what eggnog <laughs> you fucker <laughs> <laughs> you want to just drink more eggnog around christmas time you wouldn't have oh it. my god it. yeah because it coats your throat with fucking <laughs> grossness oh my god eggs Dude, that's so funny you say that because I was listening to Homies of Horror and Erica shouted me out and said, my slander of eggnog needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed off now. Twice, dude. Uh, leave it back so in the holidays. <laughs> Fuck y'all. But um, yeah, so as you know, around here, we like to do like a kind of wrap up. And I know we're a little bit behind everyone else, but also um, we took the past couple weeks honestly um that we were off from the podcast oh yeah we did take an extra week off we said we'd be gone for one (laughs) but then your boy got covid and so we took another one and here we are barely rolling in (laughs) courtney she'll hold in hopefully (laughs) he'll be all right we'll be all right we'll get through it and uh yeah we like to do our wrap-up of like our favorites of the year well that's what we're doing this year for sure Um, I've mentioned it before that I would love to do like an all around just consensus of our favorite films of the year that came out that year. Um, 2021 was not a big year for us personally going to the theaters and stuff. I think how many times did you go to the theater this year or last year? Um, not a lot. I know I saw Halloween kills. That was the most recent one. Yeah. Um, and then aside from that, ah, I don't think. No, I saw Resident Evil. Really? That the was new the one? most recent one. Yeah, so I went oh, and saw that. How that was, was that? the most recent. Um, <laughs> I heard it was well, bad. <laughs> I fell asleep within 20 oh, minutes. Okay, okay. Cool. And then I woke up at the end. So I cannot tell you how the uh, movie was. That's funny. Um, so that one, Halloween Kills. And I don't think I saw any other movies in theaters last year. Okay. Yeah, for me, I went maybe three times. I think I saw... I saw old was the last thing I saw. Oh yeah, so I saw I've I saw two movies potentially last year. It says last six months, so I saw old and a quiet place part two. Okay. No, yeah. I didn't see that one. Okay, okay. Yeah, and those are pretty I think we saw those within a week of each other. So we were 
we were into it back in July when they were out, but then got freaked out. But I do think I went earlier in the year, but it wasn't horror. So yeah, we're, we're, uh, since we didn't really make it to the theaters and like, even with the at home theater stuff, it's a lot of, it's kind of expensive, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, luckily we did get some treats, like even Halloween kills came to Peacock and stuff. So you know, there are obviously everyone should know. Um, that's like one of our highest listened to episodes. So they should know my <laughs> we covered yeah. that. And uh, yeah, yeah, that will not be on my top 10 list. I'll say that it's easily. Not online either. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately. Good, good, good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're doing our top 10 discoveries of the year. And obviously I do have some honorable mentions, but I mean, we don't really have any other shit to announce other than let's just fucking jump into it because I feel like we're going to have a pretty big discussion. So do you want me to start with my 10? Yeah, you can start. All right. Because I feel like you're going to have some that I forgot to add to mine. And then I'm going to oh. go, oh, oh, I forgot Dude, that maybe. One. You're going to have to throw yeah. them in the honorable mention list. I then. know. <laughs> I know. I have my phone out already with my list. So I'm, right. I'm ready to type. Yeah. And I got my Wiki- Wikipedia and like uh, IMDb pulled up so I can pull some info for you guys. Um, because a lot of these have not been covered on the podcast, not really mentioned, um, either. So if you follow me on Letterboxd, maybe you have seen my, um, you know, my ratings on these films, but that's about it. And maybe I've mentioned them a couple times, but other than that, so my number 10 is actually a film from 1932. It was a big year for me. I watched a lot of old films and stuff, and this one is called Vampire. Um, I gave it a four out of five on Letterboxd. It is a, I believe, German film. Yeah, it has to be. Um, the director is Carl Theodore Dreyer. He did uh, direct and write The Passion of Joan of Arc, which is a supposedly very phenomenal film, um, or debt, things like that. And I, I haven't seen any of his other works, but yeah, Vampire was super dope. Um, my notes on it are, this was less like a vampire film than it does like an expressionist film. It was super like artsy and the way that the camera moved and stuff was really interesting. It's, it's really a beautiful film to look at. And sometimes you forget there's like even a story being told, which depending on the kind of uh, movie watcher you are, that could be bad or good. But I feel that it, it, I mean, from 1932, I just feel like it was something that changed film for the better. Yeah. And it's definitely changed the way that I personally look at film. So um, yeah, definitely check that out. I think vampire was on, Amazon Prime, um, possibly, maybe HBO Max, something like that. Um, most of the ones that I discovered, mostly, were on streaming, I would say. So, yeah, this one, it's out there. It might even be, since it's so old, it might be free on YouTube if you look for it. So, yeah, Vampire, that's a 1932 film. So, what is your 10th pick or whatever? You're not really working with a exact list like mine. I know I should have, but I kind of just put them. So let me look and see which one I would give as my 10th. Um, We talked about this one too. Um, And I think you had said, yeah, you have seen it. Um, The movie dolls. Yes, dude. Hell yeah. Yes. (laughs) So we came across that one. um, Like randomly, like me and Kyle were watching. I don't remember we were watching, we're watching something. And he's like, oh, this movie looks really good. We should watch it. And I was like, okay, well, it's right up my alley. Um, And I loved it. It was such a good time. Yeah, I know. I love that movie. It's so freaking funny. Rest in peace to his soul, man. (laughs) Yeah. Who went and what's that movie from? I think it was from, yeah, 1987. Yep. Yep. Very random with the two punk girls just chilling. That's what I was going to say. And there's like, where did you come from? And isn't there like a chubby nerdier dude who ends up at the yes. house too and he just or... brings the girls with him yeah 
and they like totally want to jump his bones but (laughs) like yeah but they also just want to rob him and they want to rob that whole house true true yes so kind of an odd film technically but it is a really fun time yeah Uh, i think i definitely enjoyed that one i guess i watched that probably back in 2020 uh so my number nine slot is another pretty old film but and also i do have to say this kind of close to the top um I got to say this to the listener. If this is, if some of these films that we're listing are films that there's two sides of this that it can go, right? If you're going to roast us about the films that we haven't seen, yeah, like this is not the space that. for that. Like yeah. we're not really here for that. Like she hasn't seen dolls until now. Like cool. Um I know a lot of people saw that when they were in, you know, like their childhood and stuff. Like yeah. awesome for you, but that doesn't mean anything against her. Um I think there's this weird stigma in the horror community of like, oh, you haven't seen that? You're, are you really a horror fan? Like, shit like that. And it's so I fucking know. It's like, well, I've seen it now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, like, it's I haven't about, seen like, every fucking film. Too. Yeah. yeah. There's so many. There's mm-hmm. so many. Mm-hmm. And there's so many of so many different genres and so exactly. many different whatever it may be. Like, you can't. Like, someone who claims they've seen everything, you fucking oh, have not seen everything. Yeah, you're so annoying. <laughs> so, yeah, you're just a pick-me. Yeah, so to those listeners, um, hopefully you can get over that and just kind of enjoy our discussions and be soaked that they're in our top ten if you like the film as well. And then to the other side of things, if these films are, like, maybe on the other end of the spectrum where you've never even heard of them or never seen them, um, just use this as, like, a just get out your pen and paper and, like, write this shit down. Because a lot of these are going to be fucking awesome films. We have up to, potentially, unless we have matching movies on our list, um, up to 20 films that we're going to be listing right mm-hmm. now. So, uh, plus our honorable mention. So, yeah, definitely just enjoy that list. And um, most of these, like, we'll do our best to describe them a little bit to the point that if it sounds like something you'd be interested in, you'll know. So, um, but yeah, my ne- my number nine is Dracula's Daughter. So, Last Christmas, not just the one that passed, but the one year before, um, I got the Universal Monsters box set. Um, It has like 32 films in it. And no, I have not made it through the whole thing, unfortunately. But um, the thing about it is I haven't really watched them. I haven't sat down and watched a lot of them. And I've just seen like clips and stuff. So like Frankenstein, like, it, you know, I've seen it by proxy, like on TV and shit. So this was the first year that I actually was able to sit down and watch a lot of these for the first time through and Dracula's daughter just fucking took me back dude like um because I don't really like the first Dracula you know their first attempt at a universal monster film have you seen the original Dracula I have okay it's you know me I'm not a big vampire guy Mm -hmm. I don't love vampire movies and Dracula is low-key kind of (laughs) boring But it's a very acquired taste. It is. Yeah. I yes. will say that. Yes. But Dracula's daughter um, came out, what, about four years after Dracula, you know, as a subsequent sequel. And we just got to say, I, so I gave it overall a 3.5 out of five on Letterboxd. And I mean, come on, dude, it, it's gay representation in the thirties. So I don't know if you knew that, but it's, she's kind of like, it's kind of a queer film and like the queer community have like taken that and been like, you know, this is like part of our culture now. So it's just like super rad. And this was pre like, so pre code. I don't know if you know what that means. Um, there was a point in which like Hollywood decided to like, 
I, it was actually run by the church, I think. They sent out like to the all the studios saying like, hey, if your film includes this, it will be rated X or whatever. And oh, okay. yeah, so this was right before that happened. So they were able to get this kind of stuff in. There's like um, two women kissing, um, stuff like that. And like, I, I believe so, unless I'm crazy, but um, I could just be like filling that in my head by proxy. But yeah, it, it's just, it's very well made. And honestly, the uh, lead actress, uh, Gloria Holden, is like, I've never used this word like unironically, um, but I use it in the truest sense. She's like mesmerizing. It's insane. Like her eyes and everything are really crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures right yeah. now. It's like super, super pretty visuals. Yeah, exactly, dude. And this was one of the movies that when I got that box set, my dad was super interested in. He was like, oh, he was like telling me all the ones that he likes. And he said Dracula's Daughter was one of his favorites. So, um, yeah, definitely number nine um, on my list. And I definitely recommend it to you, Courtney. Um, if you want to borrow the DVD or Blu-ray, that's fine. Because uh, I don't really know where else you can find the um, the Universal Monster stuff these days. I think they're kind of like you got to rent them, you know, which is fine. But yeah, so definitely a super rad film. And that's all. So what about you for your number nine? Oh, or quote unquote. <laughs> What's your next? I'm going to uh it's hard because <laughs> I feel like uh, like just listing them. Um, I'm going to go Carnival Souls. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's on my list. I don't list know if that's on well. your list. Is it on your list? Oh hell yeah, dude! Uh, you it's know it's on my like, list. <laughs> I know. I figured it would be, but it's not like what I don't know because I loved I loved that one so much, and like all of these ones that I have on my list, I enjoyed all of them. Like, right. Of course, there's a few on there that like are actually top top ones, but sure. um, this one I loved, and I'm very very happy that you introduced me to this movie. Hell yeah! And I have watched it again since. Oh, really? Okay, sweet. Yes. Did you watch it with anyone or just by yourself? No, I just watched it by myself. Nice. That's sick, dude. So, yeah, and we'll we'll get more deep into that discussion when it pops up on my, on my list, if you're cool with okay. that. So, uh, hell yeah, dude. I'm stoked. I'm actually really happy that that's on your list, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so. that was like one of the first ones I wrote down to when I started going through. Yes, dude. Um, that's so awesome. Like racking my brain for what I wanted to put on my list. Nice, um, nice. I knew that one had to be on there. Actually, shout out to my mom. She got it for me on Blu-ray for Christmas. Did the, she? Yeah, the Criterion Collection. Dang. I was like, yes, dude. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> hell yeah, man. Uh, my number eight. This is the first 2021 pick, actually. Um, and that is The Night House. Uh, David Bruckner's The Night House. So, I give it a 3.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. And... Uh, did you check out this one or did you, were you No, interested? I remember you told me about it, yeah. I think. Yeah, I ended up checking it out and I did thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I definitely, I, I definitely need a rewatch because I've got questions, um, but without giving anything away, I think it's a very like deep film, uh, emotionally and, um, the thought process of it is just kind of interesting to where, you're, you're kind of left wondering, and I think that might be intentional, but yeah, I mean, it felt super experimental and yeah, like the intent of the film, I'm not a hundred percent on it, but at the same time, I think it was well shot, well made, well acted. Um, yeah, Rebecca Hall absolutely fucking killed it. Um, I don't know if you know at all what it's about, but it's pretty emotional. Um, and it's, yeah, I'm it's reading the synopsis right now. Yeah. Yeah. Her it's in the trailer and the description. Um, basically a woman's husband commits suicide 
And it's just kind of her grieving process, basically. And her discovery of, like, her uncovering of what is, what actually he was about and what is happening to her. If that makes any sense, probably not. But then again, the the movie almost kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it definitely had some pretty deep scares. Um, I watched it, like, super late one night when I was <laughs> bedridden from COVID. And, um, yeah, I watched it on my my laptop in the pitch dark and it definitely got me dude it got me a couple times so pretty creepy really well shot and well acted so if you're into that kind of stuff and you don't mind a somewhat muddled plot i definitely would recommend it so and i'm, I'm definitely interested to hear other people's takes on it hint hint courtney <laughs> when I'll it comes it. to streaming I, eventually <laughs> i just told you i'm gonna i'm gonna be better at watching a lot of movies hey you know you you watch the (laughs) films you gotta watch no that's okay yeah that's okay you you watch the films you watch and that's okay so i'm just saying it would be cool to discuss it because yeah um i definitely would be interested to get someone else's take on it so what is your next up number eight technically this one i don't know if it i would i I don't know if it counts as a horror movie to me it kind of did um, but we kind of talked about it too. I don't remember if you said you, if you've seen it or not. Okay. Um, nocturnal animals. Right. You did mention that and I didn't catch yes. it. I didn't quite catch it. I freaking loved this movie okay. so much. Amazing. And I'm looking now cause I want to see what it's considered. Cause I think it might be considered a thriller maybe. Yeah. I was going to say it's, I, from what I've heard, it's more of a thriller, like drama like crime thriller kind of yeah but it seemed kind of like there was there was some horror aspects like that movie definitely stirred me up uh looks like neo noir psychological thriller yeah on imdb it's drama thriller but okay well so well no i mean that totally makes sense (laughs) a a lot of thrillers are yeah because a lot of my honorable mentions are kind of thrillers i would say and that's why they're there but at the same time i feel like Thriller is the kind of tag or subgenre, whatever, that if if a person watches it and it kind of haunts them or makes them feel horror, then there is no reason to not include it on your list, of course. Yeah. So um, tell me about it. I mean, what what exactly is it about? Uh, so if you can kind remember. Of like a, it's like a, there's two different stories going mm. on. So this girl, um, she receives uh, like a what are those like a playwright like a manuscript yeah um so she receives a manuscript from um like an ex-partner of hers and she starts reading it and then the manuscript turns into like a subplot which is like another part of the movie um so as she's reading it we're like seeing it in the form of a, of a movie oh. um and like jake gyllenhaal's character um he's like a father has a teenage daughter and his wife in the car they're driving um down a road really really late at night Um, a car full of like these crazy guys runs him off the road, ends up kidnapping his daughter and his wife, um, takes them. And then he ends up killing them. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character like finds their dead bodies. Um, and then befriends a cop. Who's a cop. We were talking about him because I love this guy. Maybe Michael Uh, Shannon. Yes. Michael Shannon. Yeah. So he like helps him find the criminals that killed them. Um, like there's a whole thing. I don't want to give it all away if you haven't sure. seen it. Whoever's listening to this, but um, it is from 2016. I know it was kind of a popular one. It has a lot yeah. of good ratings, um, so I feel like a lot of people have seen it. But 
I remember putting it on one night and I wasn't planning on finishing it because I would started watching it at like 10 p.m. And it's yeah. pretty long. It's almost two hours. Okay. Um, and I couldn't stop watching it. I'm like, I'm just going to not get any sleep for work tomorrow. Gotta, yeah, you so got to love those movies. Movie. Yeah, you yeah. got to love those. It's definitely got a stacked cast and has decent ratings. I mean, Amy Adams is the lead, Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Michael Shannon, like you said, I Love Fisher, a lot of people, Army Hammer. Yeah, so... That's pretty I feel awesome. like you'd really enjoy this movie. Yeah, yeah, I probably would. Um, I've definitely heard good things, so I definitely should definitely check it out at some point. And that's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it okay. should still be. Yeah, it says it is it. on IMDb, but that is, is that where you remember watching it? Yeah, because okay, I cool. watched it, it. I don't think it's been that long. No, you told um, me about it maybe a couple months back, so... Yeah, I want to say, like, maybe around two months ago I watched yeah. it. What, what overall, like, out of five... Toe tags. Would you give it? <laughs> Maybe I'd probably could... give that one like a four point two. Wow, dude! Holy shit! Okay, cool. I know that one's high, but that was that one's really good. Wow, yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out, dude. Interesting, <clears throat> sweet. All right, well, this is one that I am very thankful that you put me on to. Actually, so my... <gasps> I think yeah. I know what it's gonna be. You think so, dude? Yeah, mine too. Yeah, maybe, I so. maybe. I don't know because there's two okay. on here that are like that, and this one, I I hope you didn't forget about it, and I hope it's in your top ten. I did talk about it a lot, but my number seven is Angst, is how it's pronounced, yes. I guess. Yes. Yeah, I have uh, that on mine too. Okay, sweet, dude. So since you don't really have a specific order, may as well just talk about it full flank now. Um, damn, dude, what a good fucking movie. <laughs> I know. I was very, very pleasantly surprised when I watched it too. Seriously. I I heard a lot of good things about it before I watched it, so I knew. See, I hadn't it, I... heard anything on it, so... I just saw the poster on Shutter always and was like, hey, that looks like it could be cool. And then you came along <laughs> and you were like, watch this movie. Right, dude. And um, yeah, so that's the thing. It's uh, if you want to watch this movie, it's on, I guess, according to IMDb, it's on movie. It's uh, on Prime Video. It's on it should be on Shutter is where I watched it. So, yeah, I watched um, it on Shutter, too. Yeah, it's on quite a few places. So it is a German film. Um. Directed by Gerald Carl, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Um, just fucking crazy. And I guess um, actually someone else on a different podcast was talking about it. I guess since it is German, it's pronounced angst. I thought it was angst. You know, like how we would say, you know, someone's angsty or whatever, but it's angst. Yeah, and that's I what think, I thought it was too. Yeah, and I think it means something else. It's not It means angst. fear is what okay. I'm looking at now. Because when I just looked it up, it says fear um, 1983. So there that's probably... Go. Yeah. The, uh, the original title, yeah. Is yeah. Fear. Okay, so and that pretty much sums it up, dude, is fear. Like it's it's a gross film. <laughs> it really is. It yeah. makes you feel dirty. It really does. So I gave it a three point five out of five on Letterboxd. Uh what would you say or if you did rate it, I don't know if you're on Letterboxd at that time yet, what would you give it out of toe tag? I'd what? probably give it the same thing. Yeah. Three point five. Maybe three point six if I'm feeling generous, but Yeah, like I think if I were to watch it one more time, I might you know, uh, raise it up a little bit. I don't, I don't think it could go below that for sure, but it could go higher because honestly, dude, this is one of those very strange films that after we watched it, after we did that episode episode with Jason, shout out to you, Jason, um, with the home invasion and that episode Mm -hmm. fucking, well, that was one of my favorite episodes. Um, after we did that, like I just felt this, this movie stuck with me and I don't know what it was. It just felt so gross, even though there's not really that, there's not much gore, honestly, in my opinion. I, you know, we've watched some pretty depraved shit on here. So, yeah, to our standards, it's not too gory or too anything crazy like that. But 
I think it's just the way that it's depicted, you know? And oddly enough, when I, um, before I watched, I did some research on it and they were saying on a lot of, um, different websites that I saw, they, that was like, a not like a band film, but something along those lines because of how gory it is. Hmm, so going into it, I was like expecting it to be very gory right. and it wasn't. And no. then the movie ended and I was like, what gore are they talking about? Cause like, of yeah. course, like the, the daughter, when she's in the, um, like a little sewage area yes, yes, or whatever the tunnel, um, like that part had quite a bit of blood, but that's about all I can remember being super bloody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of it. I mean, I think the director probably, it, it's kind of like the famous thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where a lot of people think by proxy, it's super disgustingly like gruesome when you watch back and there's like not much blood and especially compared to some of the other shit that was coming out in the seventies and eighties around the same time as this movie. Um, there's some pretty nasty shit that happened and yeah, just the way that it pans out, like the camera movements, like I I think what it is, is you are, I I felt when I was watching it, I felt like I was him. I felt like I was the lead, you know, with the way that it was filmed. Yes. Um, the, it, it, I don't know how to explain it. Cause like the beginning, and I mentioned this in the home invasion when we did it, um, when we talked about it, the way that they film the intro, cause it's like a, a guy escapes from like a prison and he's like, obviously it doesn't like give backstory or anything. It's just starts and you're just with this man in Germany or, or Austria or something like that. And, um, he goes up to like someone's door and I think he kills them. Right. I think he does. Uh, at the beginning? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Or he... I don't know, but he's walking the streets, and, like, the camera is, like, somehow strapped to him, but it's, like, shaking and just continuously circling chaotic. around him. And, like, yeah, it's just chaos. And just the way that it was shot is, like, what got me. So definitely shout out to this. I know a lot of other people have seen this probably, but if you haven't, I definitely recommend it if you're into that kind of stuff. Um yeah, so thank you, Courtney, for telling me to finally watch this. Because I don't know, if you wouldn't have mentioned it, <clears throat> I don't know if I would have. Honestly. Yeah, because I didn't even, I don't think I, like, remembered to even mention it. But when we were going over different movies to include in the home invasion. Yes. I think I saw it on a list. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. And like, exactly. actually really good. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like, um, it's kind of the quintessential home invasion film. Like it really yeah. is. So if you're into that kind of stuff, if home invasion films freak you out, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, like I said, I think it's on shutter. If not prime video, um, I'd highly recommend even renting this one. So sweet dude. Um, that knocks off, you know, one on each of our lists. So boom, I'm glad that <laughs> that was also on your list. Cause I was thinking about it and I was like, she recommended it to me. I know it was a first watch for her too. So hopefully. Yep. I think <laughs> I watched it right at the beginning of my, or right at the beginning of the year, like right when oh. it turned 2021. Cause I remember, um, in January I was just watching a bunch of movies on shutter. Okay. So and... you had seen it before we did the home invasion film. I yes. mean, yeah. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, so I'd seen it, like, months before. Wow, um, okay. Because I was watching movies, because I remember watching that when it was, like, a early Sunday during the day, and I was cleaning. Mm. Um, and I was like, I'm going to put that movie on. Like, um, a girl that I am friends with, 
um, posted on Instagram because she's super into horror movies too. She had posted she was watching that one day. Mm, okay. um, and I asked her what it was because I'm like, that looks freaking bonkers. Yeah. And then she told me and she told me it was on Shutter, And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And then I just stopped cleaning and I sat down and watched the whole thing. Dude, that's how it is. Yeah. yeah. It really takes it over. So Awesome. Well, then, since that was also one of your inclusions, um, I'll move on to my number six slot which is another very iconic film that I had just finally seen this year, which Courtney, I don't think you've seen and you definitely need to get on it. It is Diabolique from 1955. Oh no, but I know you've talked about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dude. Oh, I know. I yes. need to get better at, at things. <laughs> no, you know, you're good. I mean, I promise these are all films like, uh, you know, Courtney, you got your pen and paper out too. <laughs> like, you know, I these do. Are, I yeah. got my list. Yeah, dude. And, and think so do I with your nocturnal animals, uh, your high praise of it. Like, of course I'll check that out. So yeah, Diabolique. I mean, um, I believe it's French. Oh, uh, this has insane ratings. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's phenomenal. Um, it and technically one out of 10. Yes. Damn. A lot of people would probably say, why isn't this higher on your list? Jensen, if you saw it for the first time, it really is awesome. Um, it's this super profound film that like, it's gained a lot of popularity in the past. Like, I don't know how long, but it's like part of the criterion collection and stuff, of course. Um, but being new to me and not knowing any details about it, I just kind of turned it on. You know, I was like, I need to watch this cause I've heard good things. And I was just completely taken aback by it. It's like a, it's incredibly beautifully shot. Of course. Um, the lead actress is fucking really Kind of mesmerizing again, kind of like Dracula's daughter. She's just something. She's a really great actress. Um, I it's just crazy because she kind of looks like the actress. She does. In Dracula's so maybe daughter I, f- in maybe I have a new type. <laughs> 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 no, but um, yeah, she actually unfortunately died pretty young. Um, Vera Clouseau. Vera. Um, she died like five years after this came out, unfortunately. So, oh, damn. 1960s. So, yeah, she's definitely passed. Um, but yeah, she she kills it and. Um, I don't know. It's like the way that the story unfolds is something that I've never really seen, or, or at least I feel like it. And I, I definitely, this is where you have to start respecting. Like when you go back and watch like movies from the thirties and the forties and the fifties, right. Is when, when you see something this profound from 1955 come out, um, you're just kind of left like wondering no, I don't know how to explain it. Like why there's bad film. Cause it's like, you just have to yeah. watch this and be like, okay, well just copy this almost and do different things. And like, you have a good film. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like it's just a really fantastic film. And I think it's pretty progressive. If you were to have seen it, if you're maybe a listener has seen this, you probably know what I mean in the progressive aspect, something that is kind of untalked about. So yeah. And it kind of, it, it definitely has one of those awesome, awesome twists in the story that you have no idea what the fuck just happened to you. <laughs> and yeah, so this one is super awesome. Like I said, it's part of the Criterion Collection, so you can either watch it with the inclusion of Criterion on HBO Max or if you're a sub to Criterion Channel or whatever it's called, which I'm not because it's too expensive. But if you are, I should be on there because it's part of it. Or you can just go out and buy the Criterion yourself. It is a super... Uh, pretty like cover cover art and everything. And I think uh, if you get it on sale, it should be about 20 bucks. Criterions always oh, yeah. wait for Criterions on sale because <laughs> they're not, well, they're, it's not that they're not worth it when they're full price, but 
I don't feel like paying 60, 40 or $60 yeah. for a Blu-ray is worth it unless you like absolutely love the film. But 20 yeah. bucks, I'll, I'll do that. So. so, yeah, that's Diabolique. Um, definitely go check that out. Uh, what is your next slot? My next slot. Uh, this one you watched recently. Okay. Um, the Eyes of My Mother. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk I'm about it. I'm not sure what you thought about it, but that movie made me more uncomfortable, I think, than any movie has in such a long time. Right. Um, and oddly enough, too, like the guy in the beginning of the movie, the like intruder, kind of reminded me of that angst. angst. Yep. Yep. I pulled that really? too. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, um, he like got under my skin. It was awful. Yeah. It's like his demeanor. <laughs> yeah. It's so mm-hmm. freaking creepy. And I just knew. I'm like, this guy's too fucking nice. Seriously. Kill someone. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's definitely. You put me onto that um, just last week, pretty much. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I, of course, you know when when you told me to check it out, I did, and it did not make my top ten. Not to disappoint you, um, and I don't even think I put it technically down in my honorable mentions, but I did enjoy it. I get, I gave it a three point five as well, but um, yeah, like, what did you love so much about it? I like, I just liked the visuals. I liked how it was cool. Yeah, it was in black and white. Yeah. yeah. Um. It was a pretty short film, too. I think it was like which, an hour and 15. <laughs> yeah, an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, but it didn't feel short. And, no. like, not in a bad way. Yeah. Um, like, it was easy to watch. Um, the storyline was freaking insane. Yeah. Um, and the... Uh, I don't know if you looked up the director, Nicholas Pe- Pesci, if Mm-mm. you say it. Mm-mm. He's only 31 years old. Wow, okay. I know. Super young. Because how old is... Uh, What's his name? Um, Midsummer. Uh, Ari Aster. Uh, yeah, how old um, is he? Like thirty-four. Yeah, he's he's in his thirties for sure. He's pretty young. Yeah, he's pretty young right. too. But um, yeah, this guy seems super cool too. I was reading some Reddit. Um, like he posted a Reddit thread and was like, "Hey, like I'm Nicholas Pesci. I directed this film. Like, ask me anything." And people hmm. were like asking him a bunch of questions, and he was responding to them. Um, and he seems like a cool, super cool guy, but. Yeah. Yeah, that movie had been on my list for a while, um, and I finally gave it a watch um, a couple weeks ago, like a week before I told you to watch it, I think. Right. And I did very much enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Aside from feeling very, 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 very uncomfortable. Yeah, there was definitely, um, that was one of those ones that Chanel actually ended up kind of watching mostly with me as well. Basically, when we had COVID, she was just like not feeling anything. She was just like sleeping the whole time and shit, so most of the stuff I watched was alone, but this one did catch her attention to the point that she watched most of it. So it does say something when my wife likes yeah. the movie too. So yeah, it is a great film. Um, <laughs> what did that end up being on? Do we remember? What did we like, watch, what, that what on? watch it on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I watched it. What the heck did I watch it on? I think it was Amazon prime. Yeah. I think it was prime. Okay. Either yeah. that or voodoo. One of those. Okay. Sounds about right. So, yeah, that one was yeah, it looks cool. like it's on Amazon Prime for free with a subscription, and then it looks like it's free on Voodoo as well. Okay, cool. So, yeah, it's it's got a really short runtime, um, and I think if I were to say anything about it, like I thought it was super interesting that they used gore when they needed to. Yeah, because um, it was pretty gory in a sense. All right, my number five. We're getting our top five, dude. That's exciting. <clears throat> well, my top five and the rest of yours. <laughs> um. My top five, or my number five, is 
the original The Invisible Man uh, from 1933. Oh. Yes, dude. So like I said, uh, two Universal monster movies made it. And I loved, loved, absolutely loved Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Those were phenomenal as well. I love Dra- those ones too. I know, dude. So good. But Dracula's daughter obviously took it a little bit further for me to the point that I was like, all right, dude, I'm cool with this. Especially just because of how progressive it was with the queer representation and stuff. I I wouldn't exactly put it in the queer representation, but it was just more so that she's a vampire and she has no, you know, like she'll kiss anyone or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But um, anyway, yeah, the Invisible Man, dude. Um, This has been my absolute favorite of the Universal Monster stuff. I mean... What can I say, dude? Like, like I said, I haven't finished all of them, so I wouldn't, I can't vouch for all of them. But, dude, this one's so fucking awesome. I've tried to get you to, or like, we might watch this sometime soon, possibly. Um, it is kind of like a snowy film, so maybe you never know what'll happen in February. You never know. We'll see. But it's just really fun and kind of wacky. Um, there's some really, really fucking bombastic characters. Um, and, Honestly, it's pretty fucking brutal because I'm, I feel like it's a very old movie, so I'm just going to spoil a yeah. part. It's not a huge deal. He literally derails a train with people on it, with like 160 people on it, and they all die falling off a mountain. So it's pretty brutal in that sense. And he, you know, it's just this mad scientist story where he's like, oh, I'm going to turn invisible, and then it makes him go crazy. So... If if you haven't seen any and you love like craziness and wackiness, The Invisible Man is perfect for you. It's been my favorite so far. Um, like Frankenstein was very like emotional, honestly, just, you know, given like the story and everything. But like The Invisible Man, you're laughing a lot and you're laughing at it and with it sometimes like, oh, man, it was just a lot. <laughs> and. I definitely recommend it. So that's it has insane ratings. <laughs> yeah, dude. super, super high ratings. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. And that's like I said, unfortunately, that's another universal one that I don't know if any of the universal monster stuff is on any streaming service, maybe like um, Peacock, maybe or something. You never know. Um, or Paramount, one of those ones that's owned by NBC, which is universal. You know, it's all connected. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> but you never know. So if you dig deep enough, maybe it's on something. But from what I know, it's probably a renter. Or maybe you can find a free rip on YouTube or something. But other than that, what is your number five or just next up? My next up, um, I'm going to go with, because I don't think you've seen this one. So um, we we won't have to go into a discussion with this one. But um, I know we put this on um, the Instagram page when we were like posting movies that we watched. Um, So this one's called Starry Eyes. Okay. Yeah. I have not seen this. So Yes. That one, um, I can't remember when I watched it. It feels like it's been forever. Um, but I've watched it again since. Okay. Because I actually really love it. Um, it kind of reminds me of, have you seen Neon Demon? Yes. Yes. Did you like Neon Demon? I liked aspects of it. And I've heard that this is very similar and that it's yeah. kind of better. <laughs> it is. It's, it, I like Neon Demon a lot. Okay. Um, I think the visuals in that movie are beautiful. Yeah, that's the um, thing I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a little questionable a bit. This one, mm. um, the ending is really, really, really stupid, I will oh, say. Oh, okay, okay. Ending is pretty awful, um, but it's only like a small little portion, like maybe two minutes of the mm. ending, and it's, yeah, the ending's dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very similar to Neon Demon with like the plot, um, 
I don't think it's an actress in this one not a model, but um, yeah, it's kind of brutal too. Like the um, like gore and stuff in it right, is pretty right. crazy. Yeah, um, but it's not cheesy. It's like it's actually really like stomach turning. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do recommend this one. I think I can't. What did I rate it? Three point seven. Okay. Okay. Because when I rated it when when I watched it originally, um, and I would probably still keep that rating watching it again. Okay. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, it has decent ratings on IMDb from what I'm looking at. Yeah. And it's. I just saw that too. Yeah, dude, not too bad. And then it seems like it's available on for free on IMDb TV. So that probably means with ads, but still worth it if you want to watch it for free. But yeah, I think I rented it on Amazon Prime for like two ninety nine. Okay. Or yeah, something when I watched yeah. it originally. Yeah, but... that makes sense. Yeah, because if you like Neon Demon, watch this one, and this one's better. Ooh, fighting words. <laughs> I know. I'm like, who's, who's sure. coming at me? I just think... like an angry mob outside my apartment. Right, right. You're like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, I, I definitely have heard good things about this one and that it really goes to some crazy places. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, like another one to add and to I my list. And I know we talked about, like, how I'm not a big, like, cult horror movie kind of person. Right. Um, especially in like the found footage stuff. It isn't found footage, but it does have like a cold aspect to it. Right. Um, and I don't hate it. So okay. Cool. That cool. Yeah. Cause, and maybe I'll really end up liking it cause I do like cult stuff. Yeah, so. we do. Uh, well, next up for me, we're our top four now. Uh, my number four spot, <laughs> just this crazy movie I watched a couple months ago. I definitely think I talked to you about it, but I don't think I like talked about it enough to make you like go out and go watch it. Um, that is The Brood from 1979. Oh, uh, yeah, no. First time watch for me. Oh, man, I'm, I'm upset that it took me this long. I I got to say this right off the bat. I do like David Cronenberg films a lot. Everyone I've seen, I like a lot. The issue is that I haven't seen a lot of his stuff, a lot of his work, you know, like scanners and all that. But this was one of those blind spots that it looked cool, sounded cool. I put it on. And my mind was kind of blown. <laughs> um, what what is it called? Brood. The brood, yeah. Like B R E W E D. B R O O D. Oh, that brood, not like brewing a beer. <laughs> <laughs> the brood, yeah. The brood, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm pulling it up now. I've got to see this. Um, I think it's. Oh. Yes, it takes a lot of trauma and puts it onto the screen for you, and. It, it's just such an interesting, I don't know if it was like a novel before or anything. Like, I don't know much about it, unfortunately. And yes, I could have done some research on it, but honestly, it was just one of those ones that I put on and kind of fell in love with it. I think Courtney, I'm pretty sure you would love this. I know just looking at the pictures of like all those little characters in the, with the bangs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the white hood. Yes. Dude. I, I love them. Yes. Um, I don't know what they are, but I exactly, love them. dude. Yes. So <laughs> that's the thing. Um, it really goes to these weird places where you're just like, what the fuck is happening? And like the crux of the film, like when it gets to the point of no return, you're just like, your jaws to the floor, kind of. There's this reveal later on in the film that is just mind blowing. So. And they um, give nothing away with that synopsis either. Yeah, dude. I just read it and it's like not given much. Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, it's, I think, really high because I don't think I watched this high, but if I were to have, would have fucked me up for like a week. So, The Brood. Um, so, what is your next up? 
let's see. I'm going to say this one just because I feel like two of my three left aside from this one maybe on your list um so i'm gonna say um we talked about this in the i think we talked about this in the home invasion video Mm -hmm. or recording um and i think i was the only one who had seen this um the henry portrait of a serial killer okay yeah that's the one yeah that's still a blind spot for me actually i never got to it and this is one of the ones i watched um right at the beginning of the year as well um like around the same time i watched that um, angst movie. Jeez, are you okay? I think it was like, I know. <laughs> like, I was going through it. Yeah, dude, seriously. 2021. Yeah. The whole year, actually. It was a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was just kind of, because I, I heard a lot about both of these movies. Yeah. Um, and I just, I wanted to add them to my list for sure. Sorry to anybody that um, is yelling at me for <laughs> not watching it before. I know. Same uh, here, dude. It's still blind spot for me, so. Yeah. Because I had heard about it, because it kind of, oh yeah, um, it's like on the same level of uh, like houses that Jack built, which I fucking hate. Have we talked about that ever? I, I think we movie. have, yeah. Because yeah. that movie, uh, yeah, I, I've got some words for that one. Um, but yeah. this one is kind of a little bit similar, um, yeah. like plot wise. Okay. Uh, this one I definitely enjoy a lot more. Um, let me see what year this is from. I think it's from maybe the early eighties. 1986. Okay. Yeah, there's some scenes in here that I don't personally enjoy. Um, <laughs> Viewing. And I know you wouldn't enjoy them either. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I know what that know. means. <laughs> yeah, it's just like eh, really okay. uncomfortable, cringy things. But aside from that, it's a very enjoyable movie. Okay. Yeah, Super that's easy uh, to watch. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, do you know if that's possibly on anything to watch? Because I it was on Shutter, it. I remember. Ooh, but really? it looks like it's free on Amazon Prime. Oh shit! Um, okay, free on Vudu. Okay. I don't know why I don't believe this all the time. Because sometimes I'll see movies are free on these things, and I go and look, and they're not. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes I was but like, if "You're you have lying." Tubi. It's like I don't. Oh, I'm okay, like okay. Uh, Jensen. You said this was on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tubi. Um, and if all else fails. It's like two ninety nine to rent, which is terrible. No, it's not. And from what I've heard, very worth it. So yeah, yeah and an hour and twenty three minutes has a good runtime. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's definitely something I need to check out. Um, I I just listened to Unsung Horrors talk about um a film that is just like it, but came out a little bit prior to it. Let me oh. So I do a proper shout out. Let me pull it up because I don't want to do it justice or not. Yeah, I'm interested to hear. So it's actually came out. When when did Henry come out? Uh, 1986. Okay, so yeah, Confessions of a Serial Killer came out in 1985. Why does that sound so familiar? Yeah, it's it's the same story. It's about Henry Lee Lucas or whatever. Um, Oh, okay. But it's a little more like I don't know. Like supposedly, it's a little more realistic to who. Okay. Lucas was, if that makes sense. So, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> if you're curious on that, go check out a go go check out Unsung Horrors and listen to their episode on it, and um, go check out the movie too. So, <clears throat> all right, we're getting to our top threes, which for me is a Ooh. big deal. <laughs> which, I know. I'm excited to hear yours. I would assume so. One of them you already brought up. So my number three, I'll just go into it. I kind of give it away. My number three is Carnival of Souls from 1962. <laughs> Hell yes, dude! I fucking love this movie so much. I do man. too. It was yes, so good. it was so good. And like, 
it's weird because it's like not a great film, but I like it, dude. I love it. It just reminded show. me so much of Twilight Zone, and I love yes, Zone. dude. It's such a good fucking time, and like, um, Herc Harvey, like when we did the episode on him, and or you know, like yep. the movie, it's just like it's such a cool story, and I think that's what I love about film. Like Carnival Souls is like the antithesis of like what I love about the film community is like we can just all of a sudden be like, Oh, check out this film from 1962 and get it. It's second breath to the point that it gets a criterion collection Mm -hmm. edition. And, uh, hopefully they're all making their money and stuff. I mean, Herc Harvey died, like we said, but right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In 1996, I was like, I think he died like right as it started. Yes. Yes. We did. And getting a lot of attention. Yes. So, but overall, dude, just, you know, we, we did an episode on it. I gushed over there. You gushed over there. Like we talked about it. And, um, technically according to my letterbox, it was my most watched film with four watches. Oh, Yes. I watched it four times. And it's an easy watch. It is. 18 minutes. Yep. It's, it's nice and short. And like I said, um, you can kind of, if you really want, like if you've seen it before, obviously you can put it on in the background and still just enjoy it. Yeah. And, uh, God damn, visuals, beautiful, dude. Yes, and it's also really cool, like the um, like the backstory to it, where they're Mm -hmm. like paying like shopkeepers and um, like all these different people to let them into. Yes, dude. Yes, their stores to film. Yeah, and 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 you know, I'll admit, maybe that's why it's so high on my list because I'm sure if we did like an episode and like a whole deep dive on Diabolique or something, like I'd probably you know find some things that I love about that that could boost it up too, but. Ultimately, yes, it could be that, that there is this crazy, awesome backstory to it. But ultimately, too, that's why I pushed to do the episode was because I initially loved the film itself. I was like, this is a really cool film. I know Courtney would like it, too. At least I hope so, which you did. And um, yeah, this was one of those movies that when I watched it the first time, I instantaneously was like, because I don't think we were quite, you and I were quite like talking then. Yeah. Um. We weren't like, you know, good friends like we are now. And, but when I watched it, I was like telling my parents to watch it, telling my friends, you know, like I was just like, dude, you got to watch this, even if you think you might not like it. But this is like one of those turning points for me this past year, which, which really, really got me into black and white films. Yeah. It really did, man. Yeah. Cause you definitely were, you're on a kick with that. And like yes. with a lot of the ones that are in your top ones too. Yeah. Yeah. And I love black and white film too. Like I guess Psycho, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that was like, I think my top rated movie yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. Shit, man. Yeah. So definitely <coughs> such a, such a good year for discovery and man, we got a couple more to talk about too, but what is yeah, your maybe like third or whatever you'd want to put next? I'm going to say, well, I know you haven't seen this one yet. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to bring this one up. Um, I just watched it like two nights ago. Had to rent it uh, last night in Soho. Oh, wow, dude. Okay. Yes. okay. I, lo- I love that movie. I don't wow. want to talk about it a lot because it's new. And sure. I don't want to give anything away. Sure. Um, but I will say the visuals are amazing. Okay. I love like the timeline it's based around um, like – Anya, beautiful queen. Mm-hmm. Yes, just, of course. She's just phenomenal always. And um, Thomas and, and I knew when I saw her. She's cool. She's yep. cool. Yes, but definitely recommend it. Um, I would wait until it was maybe not $20. To oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, I know. But then again, I'm like going to the movies. 
you pay like 20 bucks per person to go yeah. like this one. Oh yeah. M- multiple people can watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do recommend that one and it made the list. I knew it would. I kind of knew it would. And that's why I wanted to watch wow, it. Before wow. We... Okay. See, I think, um, ultimately for me, that's why I, you know, cause obviously I said I had COVID and I've literally over the past, like three weeks, I've watched like 50 films, like not a yeah. joke. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like look at my letterbox. It's insane. And, um, uh, this was one of those ones that I was like, you know what? I think I'll be patient and may, Hey, maybe it'll end up on next year's. Um, yeah. it'll be one of my favorites of last year or whatever. So or we'll see, when but... you watch it, we could do like an episode on it. Like we did with Halloween yeah. Hills. Yeah. That works too, man. Cause I obviously, I, I really like Edgar Wright. I think he's a fantastic director. Um, I love Shaun of the dead so much, dude. So, um, <clears throat> I'd be interested to check it out. And it was one of the, things i missed in 2021 unfortunately but it came out right at the end here it did october and i didn't watch a whole lot of um like films that came out in 2021 i think just maybe three yeah yeah i mean i i probably saw more than that but and i think you probably saw more than that more than you think but at the same time i do i I know what you mean like there's there's a lot of hype around a lot of the newer movies coming out yeah there um, is, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and I can't because I there wasn't a whole lot of horror movies. I don't think that came out in twenty twenty one. But maybe I'm just um. There, most of them are in my honorable mentions. To be honest, because I put okay. them in there because I was like I didn't want to put them on my top ten because I didn't love them enough. But there are yeah. quite a few twenty twenty one releases, so we'll get to those when we get to the honorable mentions section. But dude, yeah, I'm stoked okay. on it. I definitely need to check that out and. Like you said, I'll probably personally, especially now, wait until it's at least six ninety nine or whatever. Because I did get the yeah. notification that it's available to purchase right now, to buy, to own. And I was like, I mean, that's cool, but we'll see. Because it was just ultimately one of those ones that I, I don't, I don't know if it'll work for me like it did for you. But maybe. You never know. And I think it's good to have a healthy speculation on things, to not go in too stoked. But... Yeah. You know, I'm glad that you did and still it met your expectations because that's usually when it doesn't, in my opinion, is when you, yeah, you kind of overhype it. Yes, you overhype it. And, and I didn't have the highest mm-hmm. expectations. Okay. okay. I kind of expected it to be what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I very much enjoyed it. Awesome, dude. Well, it's a very beautiful film. Sweet. Well, check that out in 2022 man yeah i mean you, you obviously most listeners probably know where that is it's in theaters or no not it's not in theaters right now but it's it's expensive to rent so it's like one of those ones yeah. that it's partially or whatever so <clears throat> sweet all right dude are we ready for our last two films each oh yeah i'm ho- i feel like they're the same but we'll see dude if they're like <laughs> i don't know because one of them i don't know man <laughs> that'll be insane if it is so let's see my number two is a film that is a 2021 release okay no uh-huh. no <laughs> we're not no no really wait are you serious wait, maybe maybe okay actually. ma'am I just think no okay <laughs> okay ma'am i'm losing my i'm losing my share okay i was like just, dude just... wait hold up <laughs> Uh, and that is Teton, of course. Yes. Okay. okay I was good. expecting that to be your number one. That's my number well, one. Well, okay, cool. And I totally understand it. So it is my number one of releases of last year of horror. Very specific branching of that. But I do have one that definitely made one more, a little more of an impact, 
but we'll get to that. But yeah, Teton, dude. I mean, we fucking gushed over the episode. Yes, we did. We, we cut into that. So yes, many times. Dude. Oh, yes, we did. And shout out to Andres for hopping on with us for that episode. I, I'm so glad we subjected. That one was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun. He was just like in shock the whole goddamn time and <laughs> it was so nice too he's yeah. like these people are fucking <laughs> yeah he's like what the fuck so um <laughs> i do have to say this right now though i did so um over on colors of the dark podcast which is a pretty big horror podcast they with uh, rebecca mckendry and uh, elric kane they <clears throat> didn't include Teton in their top <gasps> 10 of last year because they don't consider it horror Oh yeah. And I'm like, Whoa, dude, we got to like, we got to nip that in the bud real quick. Like to me, it's a horror film, dude. I get it. Totally. Yeah, dude. I mean, I guess that's part of the discussion. I think we even brought it up. Like, is this a horror film? I guess. Right. But at the end of the day, dude, come on. It totally is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, I will never forget Teton. It's it's Me living either. in my brain right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So, I I I don't know. Like, if you want to hear a bigger gush on it, I would definitely recommend going to listen to our episode that we covered on. It was already a pretty popular episode, so you probably already checked it out. Thank you for that. And um, <clears throat> also thank you, Courtney, for because a I remember, you know, we we end up like before we hit the record button, we ended up talking for a while. And um, one night before we did this, this was back when Wit was on. You were just like, have you heard about um that director of Raw, like her new movie coming out soon um, where she like fucks a car? And I was like, um, <laughs> I've heard about it, but I didn't know she fucks a car. And like I looked it up and we were just like, hell yeah, dude. So and then it came out and you were like, dude, you got to watch it. And I was like, OK, I did. <laughs> and then you were like, we need to do an episode on it. And I think yeah. that just like really opened it up for us, man, because I got really high. <laughs> and... That one I was I've never been more like anxious and excited for a movie to come out and to watch yes and it was like they didn't charge like up the ass for you to rent it right on i think i paid seven dollars to rent it on voodoo yeah yeah um so it was like easily accessible Mm -hmm. and yeah it did not disappoint nope it did not at all man i mean i i almost just want to leave it there because I think, <laughs> you know, obviously, true. yeah, dude, because like most people probably a listen to our episode and hopefully you watched it. I genuinely think I, I think it's so fucking stupid that, you know, for a fact, it's not up for an Oscar or whatever, like, uh, you know, yeah. any awards or whatever in the traditional sense. And like, I fucking hate that for it, but or I hate it for it. Um, But, you know, so just just I hope Julia Ducourneau like keeps making film because I think she. Oh, yeah. Between this and Raw, she's got two in her pocket that she's got some weight already, dude. And it fucking rules. So uh, it, it's a, I feel like I take a, took a lot of the floor. So if you want to say anything else about it before we move on, go for it. No, we, we feel the same way about okay. that movie. Yes. I think we – and I think we even rated it the same. I do too. Yeah, I, I forgot to say mine is a four out of five, obviously. I, I almost question if no, it should I be a little higher. No, I think mine was a 4.5. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, that's my yeah. thing is like I'm almost, especially with our massive discussion, I'm like, dude, I mean, you know, I, I think I, over these past few weeks I've been looking at my letterbox and I'm like, dude, like, are you sure this shouldn't be a little higher? You know, I've just been questioning my yeah. own ratings and stuff a little bit. So, I don't know, maybe – it's almost like I've been too cynical, like, oh, you know, like I've been too scared to give it the 4.5 or even a five. 
So yeah, yeah. So it, it definitely deserves a four point five if that's what you gave it and stuff. And damn, dude, just such a good fucking film, <laughs> dude. We are down to our number one spot. I'm I'm like now I'm nervous <laughs> because if it's if it's matching technically or you know if this is like one of your favorite films of the year. I'm going to be pretty shocked because I didn't think that it would. I almost want to start with you, but you know, we've been doing me first. So I know you got to go, you got to go first and then right, we'll see if right. it's the same. But I mean, dude, if, if it is, that's going to be crazy, <laughs> dude. So I know my number one discovery, which yes, I know a lot of people have seen, but it is from 1981. Oh God. It's, I think it's the same one. And it's possession. Yes. Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> No, because we're Dude, psychotic. That's what. we are. We're fucking chaos. Yeah, like incarnate. So, oh man, I'm I'm actually really fucking stoked that it's on your top ten. That's super rad, dude. It's crazy because I follow a lot of horror pages on Instagram. Yes, and I saw this pop up one day because, um, like, I always save posts for movies that I think seem interesting. Okay, and I saved this, and then I think I even screenshotted it. Yeah. Um, to like keep on my phone to yes. remind me to yes, watch one it. Of those ones, right? Um, and then like a couple days after I did that, you had mentioned it and said you watched it and it was insane. And I was like, oh shit, like this is one of the ones that I've been meaning to watch. And then I watched it and I was like, okay, it all makes sense. That Dude. movie was calling to me somehow. Oh my God. I mean, that movie was <clears throat> made for us or something, man. Right. I mean, I know. And it was very, um, like very uh like metaphorical too. Oh my god, huge dude. Yes. And, and just I think really like like heartbreaking. It is. Yes, dude. You're you're stealing the words from my mouth because like that's what I'm saying is I think that's why I loved it so much. Is almost like like when they're arguing throughout most of the film, you, it's it's poetic. It's uh-huh. almost beautiful to watch, which is very Her is phenomenal yes dude and obviously it's sam neil when he's like fucking 20 or some shit like he's super super young looking all hot and shit or whatever i don't know if you think sam neil's hot but whatever i know a lot of people do but um i mean holy shit just like i said it's it's almost uncomfortable to see them like arguing most of the film because it's so beautifully written the script that like and it's so poetic that you feel uncomfortable watching it because it's like, because it's like super realistic. It's super realistic and beautiful, but like also heartbreaking, like you said. And this is a near perfect film. It really just is. Um, I personally gave it a four point five out of five on Letterboxd, which most of you know around here. That's pretty damn fucking high for me. Um, I mean, it, it's even if you go on uh, IMDb, it's tagged as drama horror, and I think that fits it perfectly. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, um, God damn, like it just made an impact on me because like this was another one of those films. I mean, you remember, dude, at Friendsgiving, I was asking you, I asked Kyle, I asked fucking Jason, I was like, "Have you guys seen Possession?" <laughs> and you guys were, and you were like, "No, not yet." And Kyle was like, "No," and Jason was like, "I think so," but. Honestly, I don't think he has because how could you forget it? Yeah. <laughs> so, and and what else is cool about this is like I obviously kind of pushed you to watch it. Like I recommended it to you a couple times to the point that you're like, "All right, I got to watch it." So, and this is the first time we've gotten to talk about it. So, I'm really curious to hear your take on. It. I I kind of want to do an episode on this, right? I know we kind of have to, dude. Yeah. Cuz there's so much to talk about and there's so much like like uh like I said like metaphors um 
all of that stuff. Like same yeah. with like Teton when we were getting into that yes. and like what we think things represent. This Agreed. one definitely there's a lot of things that represent different things. Um like the monster for instance. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we could be here all day <laughs> if we were going to Agreed. Get into that. Yeah. Um I definitely would if you haven't seen this, um just know going into it it is very um I I would probably say trigger warning. If you've suffered any abuse, um, relationship abuse or anything like that, because um, it is like Courtney is alluding to, it's very um, metaphorical and the imagery is just like very stark in what it's trying to tell you. So, I mean, yeah, it's God deep. Damn. It's a deep like, one. Yeah, it really is super deep. So um, maybe not. Maybe I'd say probably, especially since it's your top 10. um, and it's my number one. This will be an episode probably sometime this year. It's just kind of finding a point in which we can fit it in into some sort of theme. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm stoked. So like technically, since yours was like more out of order or whatever, you didn't care as much. What was your your just number one? Teton, you said right? Yeah. And and Teton, I totally that understand one? that. Yeah. Stick with me, dude. If it wasn't for possession, it would have been there. I don't think yeah, anything I'd else would Yeah, I'd say possession would be, like, my number two. Okay. So we're just, like, we're flipped, but barely. Little so flipped, yeah. Surprisingly, our lists were not crazy far off. We had quite a few that matched up. I mean, we had these two. We had um, Angst. Uh, and I think one or two. Oh, Carnival, Carnival of Souls. Souls. Yeah. And I think one more? Or no? I don't know. I'll have mm. to listen back. I you, think those are the only ones. Okay. But still, I mean, that's not bad, dude. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and, and of course that's going to reflect on like the fact that we do run a podcast together. So that makes sense. Yeah. And we talk about movies that we. Yes. We're yes. like blown away by and we have right. very similar tastes. Right. And obviously so. like we talk every week. So if something like possession, if I watch it and I'm like, dude, you got to watch this, <laughs> you know, um, it just makes sense. So. That concludes our list other than some honorable mentions at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't really have to like rattle them off, take turns or whatever. I'm just kind of mention one that I watched that I'm almost kind of upset that it's not as horror as I wanted it to be. And I think you know what that is. That's Lamb. Yeah, it's on my honorable mentions too. Yeah, Lamb from 2021. Yeah. Um, probably if you follow me personally on Instagram, I did a little like. Um, end of the year wrap up of all my favorite movies, non horror. Cause I knew we were going to do this and lamb made the top of my list over there. Um, I know it wasn't as high up for you according to your letterbox. I think you gave it a three out of five only. I actually, cause that's before I knew you could do half stars. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yep. so I, it's actually a 3.5. That makes sense. Okay, cool. For me, it was a 4.5 dude. It was beautiful. Like it was a shit. beautiful film. Yeah, it and, really was. But overall, super good film. Go check that out if you wanted to. Um, just know it's not, in our opinions, as much horror as it yeah. was perceived to be. So um, <clears throat> another honorable mention for me that I'll just talk quickly about. It's actually a Studio Ghibli film. Um, oh. It's Yeah, it's Grave of the Fireflies from yes. 1988. Ah. You've seen it. Yes. Oh, my God. It's such. Heartbreaking. It's, oh, my God. Yes. And that's why it's deserves an audible mention i mean the yeah. imagery is horrifying like when she when she's starving to death like god damn awful. dude just an awful depiction of the like what war can do and especially yeah. as an american seeing the japanese side of it 
So, um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely shout out to that. That's uh, oh, I I want to say it's on HBO Max because it's part of the Studio Ghibli stuff, but that one might not be. So yeah, if you want to get depressed, <laughs> go watch Lamb and Grave of the Fireflies, and your <laughs> fucking night will be ruined. <laughs> oh, your entire month, your the rest of twenty twenty two. <laughs> yes pretty much dude damn yeah. it has 100 percent on rotten tomatoes oh, God. yes it's such a sad film and and it really it. is yeah it's heartbreaking so when i think it's from the <clears throat> 80s yeah 1988 yeah, 88 so um and that one i gave a 4.5 also out of five yeah <clears throat> i feel like that one definitely deserves that yes um another honorable mention that i ended up just watching a couple weeks ago was seven from david uh fincher and it's a really good fucking film yeah, obviously i love that it's movie. more of a thriller obviously so it's not quite horror but um yeah dude i was like wow this is pretty fucking good so <clears throat> um another one that i got to shout out it's a 28 film 2018 film called the night comes for us i give it a four out of five um oh. it is an action film but it is, I believe, from a horror director. Let me make sure on that. And also, it's because it has some of the absolutely craziest gore I have seen in a long time, dude. Um, just unrelenting the whole fucking way through. Um, it is free on Netflix if you are interested. Yeah, Timo Tahanto. What has he done? That's Oh, so he's been part of VHS 2. Um, he did Headshot in 2016, made The Devil Take You recently on tw- in 2018. So, yeah, he's definitely a horror director. I love VHS, too. Yes, dude. And he's got some stuff um, coming up, I believe, too. He's got uh, Made The Devil Take You Chapter 2, which is cool. Oh, yeah, he's doing the um, American version of Train to Busan. So, the last train. Oh, to okay. Yeah, so that is one good thing about it that at least he's attached to it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm curious do. on that one though, because I know Train to Busan is one of my favorite yes. horror movies. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I freaking it. love that movie. So I don't know. I don't. <laughs> oh know. yeah, dude. I was one of those people that when they announced it, I was like, "Why are we doing this on my Instagram?" Yeah, like so. why? Sometimes you don't need to do that. Yeah, for real. But at least Timo Tohanto is attached to it, and yeah, if you're looking for like a just absolutely like literally people fighting with their guts hanging out, go check out The Night Comes for Us on Netflix. That was wild. Um, another one that's definitely not horror, but it's got Nick Cage and like a lot of intensity and wild ass Nick Cage, of course. <laughs> and that's Pig, which was from 2021. Really great film. I think it might be up for an Oscar, possibly. I think it should be. Um, it's more kind of a, a thriller type thing. Have you heard about Pig? I've heard about it, okay. but I haven't done a whole lot of like digging to see what it's like what's the plot on that one so he lives in the forest with his truffle hunting pig and someone steals it so it's kind of like john wick but not as intense and actiony as john wick but he wants his pig back so (laughs) yeah and it takes place or no oregon sorry portland yeah so yeah it's it's pretty wild dude it's a good time and well acted of course it's also got alex wolf in it from hereditary so oh another Honorable mention, Haxon from 1922. Um, I respected a whole lot, but ultimately just couldn't make like a lasting impact on me personally. Um, it's a pretty cool fucking movie. I have it uh, on Blu-ray from the Criterion Collection. It's like one of the original, it, like I said, 1922. So it's like one of the original horror films ever. <clears throat> um, it's like part documentary, actually, as weird as it sounds. It's about like witchcraft and 
demonic shit and stuff. It's just got some cool imagery and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. So check that. That one's a uh, ship on HBO Max, I believe. Um, another honorable mention is um, uh, Rear Window from 1954. Um, I had never seen it, and I actually did not because I love Disturbia so much. Like we watched yeah, that, I love that too movie much. Too. Yeah, and I didn't know that it was technically a remake of Rear Window. So I had to check out the original. Ooh, I'm going to have to add that because I love Disturbia too. Yes, 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 yes. It's pretty good. I'd still probably rather watch Disturbia ultimately because I'm a weirdo. But um, yeah, it's Alfred Hitchcock classic stuff and it's fun. Another 2021 release that I got an honorable mention of is Slumber Party Massacre remake. It was fun. Oh, I was yeah. wondering. It was fun, dude. I definitely wanted to check it out before we did this because I was like, you never know. It could end up in my top 10, but... Oh, it's on Hulu. I should watch that. Is it? Yeah, it says it's on Hulu. What the fuck? I went through a fucking hoops to watch that. The internet so. lies, though. The it really does, dude. Me a lot so. <laughs> with telling yeah. me, because, like, Possession, it's oh. like, oh, it's on the... No, I had to find it through, like, a Reddit comment yeah. on this, like, streaming service <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> um, and watch it from there. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm glad you did, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a good time. Slumber party. It's a very, very classic slasher, like people being chased the whole movie and stuff. And there's okay. some really, really funny shit and funny twists and stuff. So I highly recommend it. If you I like love the, original, the original, yes, dude, it's so, good. it's so fucking awesome. And if you want to see, um, kind of a reversal of the original with all the girls in the showers, um, this one does it with a guy. Oh, that's what you're telling me. Yeah, yep. dude. And it's it's just funny. You know, even Chanel watched it with me and she was like, wow, okay, this is like on the nose. And she picked up on it right away too. So yeah, it was a fun time. Definitely check it out. Um, one more that I have like words to say about would be The Driller Killer from 1979. I'd never seen it. Um, it's pretty rad, dude. I mean, it's, it's like pretty wild gory, I'd say, kind of. You know, it's kind of got that the paint red blood. So it's a little campy, okay. but um, yeah, it's, it's pretty gratuitous. You know, it just shows this dude drilling, killing people in New York city. And um, it's got some really interesting angling with the camera and shit. So just like interesting scenes, like they order a pizza and he ends up eating like all of it to himself within like one minute. It was, it was just <laughs> a lot, dude. It's a weird movie, fun kind of. And yeah, interesting take on, the art industry in the late seventies. So, um, and then a couple more that I totally didn't want to leave out to not mention them, but one is the vigil. It's a, the, the rest of these are all 2021 releases. So the vigil is pretty fucking awesome. I watched it way back in like January. I'm pretty sure is when it came out here, um, in the States and, Dude, it's pretty rad. If you like really creepy shit, definitely check out the vigil. I'm not sure where it is available to stream. I was stoked on it to the point that I rented it at the time, but obviously it could be free somewhere now. But yeah, that's the vigil. Um, and then, of course, we have to bring up Malignant. I mean, it was such a polarizing <laughs> film this year. I was wondering if you were going to mention it. Yeah, you kind of have to. I almost forgot, but you kind of have I to. I almost dude. forgot about it, too. And yeah. I looked up. Um, the other day, I just like typed in 2021 horror movies yep. so I could try to remember yep. um, like a few movies that I maybe missed, yep. and that came up, and I was like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember staying up late trying to finish that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I obviously could not even get close to making my top 10, but um, I wasn't as mad about it as some people. Some people were like, it's the worst film I've ever seen, and I was just like, 
personally, I was just super like, okay, that was a weird film, but he's having fun. It dude. was entertaining. It was yeah. entertaining. Yeah. What's um, his face? James Wan. He's just killing it. He's having his, yeah. he's, he's having his fun, dude. So that's all I really got to say about it though. Little tiny baloney face, Gabriel. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, those were some of the best Halloween costumes I had seen though. I was stoked. <laughs> on and, I, and I'm stoked to have a new, like slasher killer that people dress yeah. up as and, and that yep. has a new face and stuff. It, it's, it, I like that kind of stuff. So it was interesting. Um, definitely lived up to the hype. I mean, I, I, I understand why it was <laughs> so polarizing. So, <clears throat> um, candy man, of course. Um, my, the reasoning it didn't make my top 10. I had a terrible viewing experience of this film. I went to see it at the local drive-in theater and, they started it before the sun was down and just all oh, these shit. things. So like, um, you know, obviously I was there with people who didn't respect the area and they were just like yelling and kids were screaming and shit. So didn't work out to my advantage. I had a really bad experience watching it and obviously it's Candyman. It's a fucking really dark yeah. film. So starting it 30 minutes, even while it's still sun up is You're not, not going to work. Anything. Yep. So didn't super work for me, but, um, you never know. I, I do need to rewatch it as soon as it becomes more available and stuff. But yeah. Um, what about you? Did you end up checking out Candyman this year? I did not. Okay. No. Yeah. I, mean, I is a good wanted overall, to, but... but when was it? It was 2020. Yeah. It was, yeah, 20, it was like July, I think August. Okay. That's yeah. Definitely had to shout that out. And my last like shout out of 20, dude, there's so many movies I could be shouting out like where it was within and stuff. I mean, there it is, but um, a quiet place part two is the last one that I saw that I wanted to shout out. So, um, <clears throat> and, and that one was okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it either. To be honest, it was fine, but, um, I know a lot I of really enjoyed the it. first one. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. And a lot of people, um, kind of hated this new one, but I, I was indifferent. I was fine with it. So that's all the honorable mentioned I got. What about you? Any more to add? Um, I have a few. Um, I believe this one you told me to watch um, one day and you said don't look at anything and just go into it kind of blind. And I did. Um, (laughs) Better watch out. Oh, dude, you ended up watching it? I did end up watching it. I watched it on Saturday. Is that was that the first? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think it was the first. Yeah. So I watched on new. Yep. Saturday night. Um, It was on. What was it on? Like uh, amazon prime or something yeah yeah um and i was looking at it i'm like oh jensen said to watch this oh my god that movie <laughs> pissed me off <laughs> oh i was so fucking mad i was like uh yeah i had to take breaks because i was so mad um but it was That's so entertaining awesome. too and it like yep. ah yeah, yeah. That one kind of fucked me up a little bit it but, does man yeah and then the last one i had um was one i watched like pretty close to the um beginning of the year too was lake mungo oh yeah which i think we yeah. talked briefly oh, about yeah. with wit yeah so shockingly she didn't like it and she no. likes found footage films yep um i don't like found footage films and i like this <laughs> one so maybe that's why <laughs> what does that um, say yeah <laughs> yeah it says something um it's very slow i will say that um very sad mm. but um I enjoyed it. I, I think it has a decent plot line. There's like one jump scare that really gets you. Yeah. Um, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. That. Oh, geez. And like people kept talking about it. So I kind of expected it to come. Um, but it still got it you. It gets you. Yeah. Damn. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that was our very deep and comprehensive list of our top 10 favorite discoveries of 2021. Super stoked that some of them matched up, especially those top two. 
that's super rad. Um, if you haven't seen any of those or some of them, obviously go check them out. Um, go check out the episodes that we covered on Teton, Carnal of Souls. I think those were the only two that we covered out of our top ten. But um, I think so. Yeah, but ultimately, dude, it was just a really good time. I was really stoked to have this conversation with you, and I'm glad we did it. So um, next week, dude, we haven't come up with like a name for the theme of the month. Um, maybe like Ice Ice Baby or something, but something cold, <laughs> you know? I think we should, we should stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> Ice Ice Baby. So, yeah, it's going to be like cold movies. Uh, and Courtney, what did you pick? I picked Frozen. Frozen uh, from... Disney movie from... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're going to be singing uh... next week. <laughs> um 2010 it looks 2010 like. okay okay yeah yeah not too bad i have seen it one other time uh closer when it came out and i'm not gonna say too much from now but yeah dude it'll be an interesting conversation so look forward to that next week peeps and uh stoked to have you guys back and thank you all to the listener like dude we had quite an amazing growth i mean like I with know. the addition of you courtney so thank you for hopping on Makes my heart swell yes dude and like the numbers have been <clears throat> leaping compared to what they have been in the past so like shout out to any of the new listeners hey what's up hey hello and um uh some of our like latest episodes have totally awesome numbers from what i was not expecting like christmas evil is killing it black christmas is killing it so Shout out to you guys just checking it out. Um, we really appreciate you. And and 2022 is going to be a sick year for us, we hope. And we got some big stuff planned. So happy new year to you guys. Obviously, it's past that. But, you know, hopefully it's a big year for you guys, too. We're going to have some pretty cool guests on even this month. We got a, a really uh, cool guest coming on that is untraditional in the sense of no one else has had them on. So it'll be fun. And, uh, yeah, so look forward to Frozen next week. And the week after that will be something icy as well, baby. But other than that, dude, um, yeah, if you want to check me out on Letterboxd and check out what the fuck I'm watching, uh, I've already watched almost 20 movies this year so far already. I'm like, what the fuck Damn. am I doing? Yeah, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I going think crazy. I'm on like two. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've watched two movies today. Oh, I so gotta catch up. I don't know what I'm doing with myself. But um, yeah, if you want to check me out on Letterboxd, that's Jensen Harper. Same thing with Instagram. Courtney, where can they find you? I am on Letterboxd as well, um, and I promise I'll do better on there. I think I have 16 movies on there. Oh, dude, you got so you got to get on that login. I know. I don't yeah. want to know how many you have, but uh, it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, Compa- yeah compared what I'm compared comparing myself <laughs> to. Um, so Letterboxd, I am uh, Southern Hell H E L L E, and Instagram um, at Little Sky Dancer. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, we are the Fright Crew on Instagram. And uh, what should they like do for us, Courtney? This year, please. No, <laughs> I'm just going to sit there and start begging. Um, leave us a rating and review if you like us. Yeah. And if you want us to give you, well, COVID's kind of sparking again, so maybe no smooches, but yeah, especially no, no with sp- me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like coughing a little sick right now, but. But when I'm healthy again, I'll I'll throw them out. Yeah, throw out those smooches and and uh, I think I mentioned this last episode, but there was it was kind of new at the point. Um, if you like what we're doing around here, um, Insta- oh, wow, Instagram, Spotify now has like a star rating system Yay. thing. Like I said, I don't know the benefit exactly to it, but yeah, definitely go throw us a five star over there as well as Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. So, and we really appreciate you guys, and we are ready for. 
the amazing year of 2022 releases and what we're going to cover and what we're going to discover. It's going to be insane. I mean, I watched 370 movies last year, so um, I, I find I reached my goal, dude, because I was scared I wasn't going to hit 365, but I got five over it. So um, this year you got to do 500. I it, I actually think that might be the goal, dude, for real. So shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, that would be what? 50 <laughs> movies a month almost. Well, no, I can't yeah. do math. I can't really do math. I so. can't either. That would be what is 10 it? months. We have, so. Yeah. Okay. So let's math. say it's like 45 a month or something. Goal. Yeah, like 41 and a half. Okay. So that's, to me, that's doable, dude. But we'll see. So 500 could be the goal for me this year. And um, I'm really stoked to see what I'm going to discover. Maybe I'll get all of Cronenberg's shit under my belt and just a lot of people. So, um, yeah, with that being said, um, just stay spooky right now. I don't have anything to say other than that. Stay so, spooky, healthy, um, vaccinated. Real. Yeah, go get your booster if you can, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, dude, definitely stay healthy because Omicron is being a bitch right now. She called yeah. and she was like, oh, where you at? And I was like, bitch. Yeah, she came for me. <laughs> she came for me. My yeah. brand. Yeah, dude. So stay, stay off the streets, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> stay Bye. In your house. Bye.